Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you and we give you all the glory and all the honor and all the adoration unto your holy name. Blessed be the name of the Lord as we have worshiped in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in every part of the world to the worship service of this morning. Appreciate you joining us in this online worship service. And God bless you as you do that. This morning, we are going to be looking again into a topic that I have titled, If God is with us, then why? If God is with us, then why? I believe just based on the recent occurrence and the global pandemic that we are faced with, even though it is not new, it is unprecedented. And I know that as Christians and non-Christians all over the world, this is something that is on the lips of everyone, those who believe in God and those who are still thinking about it. When we are in a crisis, when we have difficulties, when we are in a difficult moment, this is often the comment. That if God is with us, then why are these? Why are we in all these tough times? And I'm just going to attempt to have a dialogue quickly within the few minutes we have. I do not have the answer to that question, unfortunately. But I believe providing an insight by the inspiration of the Spirit of God might help us to understand that when we are faced with difficult time or when we are faced with difficult moments such as COVID-19, it is a legitimate question to ask that if God is with us, then why all this? But I believe that by just looking into the scriptures and looking into the history, we may have some insights that can help us even in this very difficult time and moving forward. And that's the intent of this short exhortation. We will likely be reading some few scriptures, and I'll just give some for us to probably read at our leisure time. But I'll try to drive home some point that I want us to ponder over, and also for us to do our own self-study. Again, if God is with us, then why? Both Christians and non-Christians ask this question all the time, especially in difficult time. And we're going to look at the scripture and we're going to study a character to see what epiphany the Holy Spirit is willing to release unto us or what insight we might gain just by looking at some of these key points. When I was thinking about these uh, at, at the moment when maybe uh, around March, thereabout when the issue of COVID-19 was 
um, coming up, and we're beginning to feel it in our workplaces. We're beginning to think about it. We're beginning to talk about it. I began to think and begin to look and just try to read uh, more um, to educate myself and to kind of um, see what this is and try to go back in history to see what insight this might provide. And so as I was reading one of the articles that, uh, that I came across that I read was one published by BBC. Again, you probably find it in bbc.com. And just some few statistics that I want to throw out there as I want us to consider these uh, questions and see what insight in from the scripture. Part of that article says that throughout history, nothing has killed more human beings than the viruses, bacteria, and parasites that cause disease. Not natural disasters, like earthquakes or volcano, not even war. The most deadly issue that have killed more human beings in history are anything related to viruses or bacteria or parasites that causes disease. That's one thing that I gain an understanding by just reading through and trying to look at this issue called COVID-19 pandemic. And one other insight was that the plague, um, that some history just here, um, the plague of uh, Justinian struck in the 6th century and killed as many as 50 million people. Initially, I was thinking that, okay, there has been nothing like this. But history said no has been a lot of things related to bacteria, virus, or parasites that have been doing the same thing COVID-19 is trying to do to our human race today. And also, the Black Death of the 14th century likely caused the same pathogen, and it was estimated that that killed almost up to 200 million people. Smallpox, which some of us are familiar with, may have also killed as many as 300, people, uh, 300 million people in the 20th century, even though there is a vaccine today for it, which was one of the, the first vaccinations ever known in 19, uh, 1796. There were also some other statistics. Some 50 to 100 million people died in the 1918 influenza pandemic. Okay? And there are more. But I say this just to uh, strengthen the point that there is nothing happening in our world that have not happened before. But again, the question is always, if God is with us, why all this? And you will even hear those that refuse or reject God asking the same question. Trying to Blame God. Amen? But what I wanted to do was just to take us through those histories and also to acknowledge the fact that even COVID-19, as bad as it may sound, it's not new. But there are lessons that we can learn from it. Amen? So I want us to read the scriptures 
But before that, I also wanted to bring home some point. We know definitely that up to now, the story of COVID-19 is a mystery. No one could actually say specifically what this disease is. There have been a lot of work, a lot of research is ongoing, and at some point we believe that God will provide the breakthrough and we will have some uh, light into this pandemic. One thing I want to stress is we should not worry about the mystery. The Bible says clearly, it said, the secret things belong unto God. And things that are revealed, they belong unto us and unto our children and our children's children. So even though this is a mystery, we know it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, and it is glory of kings to unveil it. And we are the children of God that have been made kings unto our God. Amen. I want us to look into the scripture. I want to look into the book of Judges, where one of the biblical characters asks the same question we are trying to find insight into. If God be with us, then why? Judges chapter 1. We begin to read from verse number 1. It says, yet again the people of Israel went back to doing evil in the sight of God. God put them under the domination of Midian. For seven years, Midian overpowered Israel. Because of Midian, the people of Israel made for themselves hideouts in the mountains, caves, and forts. When Israel planted its crop, Midian and Amalek, the Easterners will invade them, camping in their feet, and destroy their crop. All the way down to Gaza, they left nothing for them to live on, neither sheep, nor ox, nor donkey. Bringing their cattle and tents, they came in and took over. Like an invasion of locusts, and their commerce passed counting. They marched in and devastated the country. The people of Israel reduced to grinding poverty by Midian. They cried out to God for help. And I want us to pay attention to that very particular last phrase in that sentence. They cried out to God for help. And if you forget anything I'm going to say in this few minutes, that's one thing I want us to, to keep in mind. As a matter of fact, I'm going to um, stress some points, and I'm just going to make sure, in case if you didn't uh, listen to the conclusion of this conversation, or if by any means you are unavailable, there are things that I want us to pay attention, which will be the conclusion of this whole conversation. Number one. Doesn't matter what we're going through, doesn't matter what we're faced with, the only solution will always be, be turning unto God, not turning away from God. It does not matter what we are faced with. The only option 
is turning to God, not turning away from God. In most situations when people are faced with difficulties, that that's the reason and the root of that question, if God is with us, then why this? More likely than not, a lot of people turn away from God in the face of adversity. And that's the reason why this question is always asked. If God is with us, then why this? But I want to submit to us that no matter what we are faced with in this part of eternity, the solution is always going to be turning towards God, not turning away from God. It is a bad option to ever consider turning away from God. I will never, ever produce anything positive. So turning towards God will always be the most preferred option. And I trust that God and the Holy Spirit will help us time after time to always remember that. Never turn away from God, but always turn towards God, even in the face of adversity. Amen? Number two conclusion that I want to draw even though I have not said anything about the message, I want to make sure that you have the conclusion. The number two conclusion that I want to draw our attention to is the fact that specifically to diseases or pandemic, God is the only one that ever promised to have the ability to heal diseases to cure diseases, or to inoculate, or vaccinate, or immune us against diseases. There is no one else. Only God has ever promised it. Only God has ever done it successfully, and it will always be God that can either immune us against diseases, or heal us when we are attacked by diseases, or prevent diseases from actually coming towards us. Amen? So again, point number two, only God, only God. God is the only one that promised he will take away all diseases. Contingent upon listening to him and adherence to his directives for our lives. That's number two point, and you can read Exodus, Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, and Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15. The third concluding point that I want us to take home from this conversation is the fact that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, demonstrated his authority over all manner of diseases in his earthly ministry and gave us an opportunity to operate with the same authority. Again, Jesus demonstrated his authority over all manner of diseases in his earthly ministry and also gave believers and those who believed in him and those who trust in him, he gave them the same authority. Amen? So those three points are very key and I want to give you some scriptures just to back that up. Matthew chapter 4, 24. We can read that when we have the time. Matthew chapter 4, verse 24. Mark chapter 1, verse 34. We have time to read that. Mark chapter 1, verse 34. Luke chapter 4, verse 40. Luke chapter 4, verse 40. And Luke chapter 9, verse number 1. Luke chapter 9, verse number 1. Those three key points I want us to take home, regardless of whatever else I say. 
Never turn away from God in face of adversity. Turn towards God. Only God has the ability and has ever promised that he can take away diseases. So when there is pandemic like COVID-19, when there are diseases, disaster happening around the world, the answer is stay in God because he alone has the ability to save us. Amen? He may use men. He may give breakthrough to men. Definitely, he does that. And number three is the fact that Jesus Christ is the only one that have demonstrated authority over all manner of diseases in his earthly ministry, and he has given us the authority, same authority, to do so. Amen? So let's, let's look at this story one more time, the story we're reading in the book of Judges. <clears throat> Before I do that, let me read the book of John chapter 9 to us. John chapter 9, John chapter 9, verse 1 through 5. John chapter 9, verse 1 through 5. Walking down the street, Jesus saw a man blind from birth. His disciple asked, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parent, causing him to be born blind? Jesus said, you are asking the wrong question. You are looking for someone to blame. There is no such cause effect here. Look instead for what God can do. Look instead for what God can do. And that, that's, the, that's the real point here. Regardless of what you're going through, regardless of your difficulties, regardless of what you're faced with, maybe as a result of COVID-19, my admonition is what the scripture is admonishing here to us this morning. It said, look instead on what God can do. Focus on what God can do as opposed to if God is with us, then why this? Or as opposed to thinking maybe is the sin of the world. Or as opposed to thinking maybe it is somebody looking for someone to blame. God is saying rather we should focus on him. Focus on what God can do. And that's where we should concentrate our strength. Amen? And that's what God is looking for us to do. Not only as a result of COVID-19, but in every moment of our lives. Amen? So I want to talk briefly about the median. We read in the book of Judges shortly about how the Midianites caused Israel, the people of Israel, um, to be in such a terrible state, very, very similar to where the world is today where the entire world is in hideout. Every one of us, our relationship has been affected. You know, our um, community has been affected. Our places of work have been affected. Why? Because of COVID-19, everyone is in a hideout. And it is a similar case or similar story in the book of Judges. I mean, the children of Israel. They were in hideout, hiding from the Midianites because the Midianites had invaded their country and caused devastation and even caused them to the point that they were grinding to poverty. The economic impact of this coronavirus has been very, very significant. Amen? So I'd like to liken coronavirus to the Midian, the Midianites. In the scriptures, as we have just read, 
because the effect that the median are caused is very similar to the effect that the entire world is faced with with coronavirus today. Amen? So who are the Midianites in the scripture? You can do your due diligence to study the Midianites in the scripture. According to the Bible, we know few things about the Midianites. We know that the Midians, the Midianites, <coughs> excuse me, um, we, we remember the story of Abraham. Abraham took a wife um, named Keturah, um, and Keturah is a Midianite. And, and we know the, the whole story. Genesis chapter 25, we can read from there. I don't want to spend time on those things. Um, but I want to point our attention. And there is reason when you read all of this story, you will be able to corroborate the implication of the invasion of the Midianites <clears throat> and be able to put it side by side and look at what coronavirus is doing to the entire world. And uh, at the end of the day, we draw a conclusion. Amen? We remember Jet, uh, Moses. Moses spent about 40 years in, in media. I mean, the Midianites. And he actually took a wife, um, married Jethro, uh, Jethro's daughter, Zipporah. In Exodus chapter 2, you can read that story about Moses. Um, and also, we also remember that at, at some point, the, uh, at, at the point of entering Canaan land, we remember that it was this same Midianite colluded with the Amalek that uh, caused a lot of trouble for the children of Israel from entering Canaan. Same Midianite. What did they do? The Bible said they introduced the Israelites um, to have some unlawful relationship with the Midianite women. And then from there, the Midianite women lured them into watching Bapio, idol, idolatry. And uh, we remember that story there was a devastation as a result of that. Almost 24,000 were killed um, until someone among the children of Israel was uh, bold enough to stay that plague by taking an action and killing um, the Israelite that was committing the very act. Amen? We're still talking about the Midianites. We remember the Midianites also colluded with the Moabites. When they uh, called uh, Barak, the, the prophet, to curse the children of uh, Israel. And that story is very interesting, but we will not have time to read it. But it's still the same Midianites that were <laughs> in this collusion. Amen? Because um, the Moabites were threatened by the population, the growing population of the children of Israel. They were threatened. And then they were looking for an opportunity to actually wipe them out. And so Balak invited Balaam to cause Israel. And uh, every attempt that Balak made turned to blessing uh, onto the children of Israel because he said, wait, I've told you originally, it doesn't matter what you give me. I cannot cause those that God have blessed. It is not going to happen. I can only do what God asks me to do. Amen. So again, we're looking at the Midianites and looking at the effect they had in the scriptures and specifically in their invasion of Israel. How they caused people, the people of Israel, uh, and, and, and put them in hideouts. Just like coronavirus has put the entire world in hideouts. Right? And so we look at that and we see the similarity between some of the things 
that happened in this story. Amen? So we want to look at what is really key uh, for us here. What do we need to focus our attention on when we are faced with diverse trials or global adversity like this? Right? It is not new. Again, <laughs> it's because, um, like I was reading an article, and someone said the reason why COVID-19 seems to be new is because nobody is teaching disaster history in our classroom anymore. And I began to look, and I saw truly, because I keep saying this is unprecedented. This is, this is, this is not happened before until I began to read. When I began to read, I, my mind was, I was blown away. I said, what? These things have happened? Yes. And indeed, I remember some of them, but not until I went back to read. You know, I was thinking that this has never happened before. But no, there have been virus and virus and, and, and uh, um, you know, parasite pathogens that have happened in the past that kills millions, millions of people. Amen? But again, what should we do? What is our response? You know, the question is, if God is with us, why this? Christians, I believe you don't ask such questions. But I know Christians and not Christians ask this question. It is legitimate. God is not going to be mad when we ask this question. But we know Jesus told us not to ask wrong questions. So rather than asking this question, focus on what God can do. When you are in trouble, focus on what God can do. When you are confused, focus on what God can do. When you don't know what to do, focus on what God can do. Rather than spending our energy on trying to find answers to mystery. In this part of eternity, some things we will know. Some things we will never know. Because the secret things belong to God. Amen? That's why I agree with Jesus when he says, don't ask the wrong question. Focus on what God can do. And that's one of the points I also want to drive on today. That all over the world, wherever you're hearing us today, Focus on what God can do. This is not new. Amen? Amen? Let's look at some points about the story that we have just read. Um, and we'll continue this because I don't think we have time. The first point is that the invasion of the Midianite uh, in Israel, when Midianites invaded the people of Israel, there are some key points that we need to look at. Which is why I think, you know, when I was tr trying to understand coronavirus, this is the story that God gave me, <laughs> that gave me some kind of insight. And that's what drove me to looking for those articles. You know, I, I started, um, you know, looking for articles about diseases, right? And I saw so many, so many stories that have been written in the past that I never knew uh, actually existed. Number one, um, it was an exceedingly difficult time for the people of Israel. Just like it is today. Very difficult. Very difficult. And we see that the Bible called it an invasion. It said there was an invasion. It was an invasion. When we're celebrating uh, New Year, nobody thought these kind of things would happen. Coronavirus was an invasion. From nowhere. Suddenly, it just came. And it threw the entire world into confusion. Why? Nobody has an answer. 
there was no answer, okay? And it was similar to the invasion of the Midianites into Israel, okay? And again, the Bible also said the people of Israel were in hideouts, like I mentioned, because of invasion. Coronavirus put the entire world into hideouts. We can't go to church. We can't fly. We can't go to work. We can't do nothing. Everyone was in hideout. We have to hide because of coronavirus invasion into our world. Amen? Again, drawing the similarity between the Midianite invasion and coronavirus. The third one was the invasion caused disruption. When the Midianites invaded, uh, invaded the, the, uh, uh, Israel, the Bible recalls that the invasion caused disruption, including massive economical consequences. It said the Israelites were granted to poverty, and the entire world had suffered. I mean, economically, since March, the coronavirus hit the world. Amen? Again, the similarity between the invasion of the Midian, Midianites and COVID-19. And the Bible said the people of Israel were reduced to grinding poverty by Midian. Imagine, a lot of people lost their job. Okay? A lot of people are taking follow. I'm still taking follow at my job. Right? So there was significant, significant uh, economic impact. And uh, point number two. The Bible said, and here is the key, they cried out to God for help. Okay? As we have seen the similarity of the invasion, I want us to pay attention to the response. Because that's what this is about. I want to talk about the response, and we'll continue later. But they cried out to God. That's why I talked about the three things I want us to take home. Right? Never turn away from God in the face of adversity, but turn towards God. That's the only solution, right? God is the only one that has the answer, and Jesus Christ has the authority, and he has given that to those that believe in him. So in the history, or in the story of the Midianite invasion, the Bible said the people of Israel, they cried out unto God. Okay? Number two, God spoke to the people of Israel when they cried out. God will always speak when we cry out to him. So he spoke to the people of Israel. Number three, as God spoke to the crowd, he speaks to individuals. The third point is God spoke to Gideon. And that's why we wanted to talk or study Gideon. And we continue on Wednesday by God's grace. So God spoke to the entire Israelite. But God also spoke individually to Gideon. So as he was addressing the crowd, he was addressing individual situations. Individuals who are looking up unto him. Individuals who are calling up unto him. Amen? And, and so that's, that's the key point. I want again to draw attention back to the conclusion and we will continue from there. Number one, in the face of adversity, never turn away from God. Turn towards God. God, only God, and God alone has the answer. Jesus Christ, our Lord, has authority over every trouble. Yeah. 
And he has given that same authority unto those who believe in him. As God permits, we talk more about this. We look at those specific response. We want to look at the response that the people gave. And we want to see what shall we do or what should we be doing every time we are faced with difficulties. Amen? Amen. Thank you and God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah.